The Stop Hating Yourself podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to take the place of professional treatment. If you're in need, please seek help. If you're in immediate danger, please press pause and dial 911. Viewer discretion is advised. Starts. The bleakness of the yeah. of the no, end just, of the decade. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, do you believe that? Checked the, out. Do you believe that um, the year, uh, the decade ends at the end of the ninth year, the year that ends in nine, or it ends at the end of the year that ends in zero? Mm, zero. Okay, so it's not the end of the decade yet. Correct. Okay. Because there was no year zero. Well, there was. No. Yeah, there would have been one. No, because the first our year. calendar is BCE and AD. Well, it's and BCE it's so, and it's CE. See, whatever. Fuck. <laughs> Why would you call one before Common Era and then not have one Common Era? Is that what BCE stands for? Yes. Oh. And they say CE for Common Era instead of AD because. AD has religious com- infl- inf- infiltrations? Yeah, but since the Vatican decided what the calendar was, then it's all... It's, you know, I don't know, man. This is just something... It's Live from the creeping, creeping CE law. Okay. Yeah. Live from the sad pad. This is the Stop Hating Yourself podcast. The Stop podcast where we help ourselves. While entertaining you. I'm your host, Carl Bad Batch Case, alongside... Catfish, Sad Sack Maroonie. Yeah, and welcome to the last podcast of 2019. But not the decade. Not the decade. Hey, should we do our top ten everything of the ever? Everything of the ever? Yeah. So... What's, the, what's your tenth thing? Of all time. Number ten. Number 10. Number 10. Is um, 100 Grand Bar. 100 Grand Bar. Okay. Yep. Okay. What about you, Carl? Uh, 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 number 9. Number 9. No, what's is... your 10? Oh, oh, we're we're going to do our own. I, I thought that was my understanding was that we would trade, we'd go okay. back and forth, we'd share our okay. uh, respective okay. top 10 of all time. Um, okay. Uh, the Tower of Babel. Ooh, yeah, that's that's not bad. Yeah. All right, number nine. Uh, um, now, just to, I want to make sure I understand. Mm-hmm. This is just the ten things. Yeah, top ten. There have there is your not, top ten list. There does not have to be consistency oh, across the items. I, no, it's it's the top ten. Right, but here, listen. So, so here's you the, can have, it, there has to be. Let me let me. Consistency. Okay. Nine, higher than ten. Eight, mm-hmm. higher than nine. You okay. see where I'm going? Because if you violate that rule... What about three? Higher than four. But what about its relation to two? It's lower than two. Okay. Uh, number nine, <laughs> uh, Mogwai. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Whistleblowers. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number eight is... Uh, 
of my mom. Number eight for me is eggplant. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean eggplant. Yeah. 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 No. Okay. Yeah. We're on seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number seven is, oddly enough, the number six. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, my number number seven. Yes. Because you said six, but we're actually on seven. Um, is so like you're flossing. Yes. And uh, you you got through one the one row of teeth. Right. And you're like finally I'm about done with all my oral care for the day. Right. And or for for the evening because uh-huh. you floss twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. And um, you get to that second to last like molar set. Uh huh. And the floss breaks. <sighs> That's a good number seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good, actually. Yeah. And it's making me uh, rethink my list, if I'm honest, because I could move. Let's see, I could move. Okay, I'm I'm gonna put everything back the way it was. Okay, because I think to restructure uh, this top ten list, I think it's it's not worth. I mean, you've already got three things. Right. Ten. That's ten, nine, eight, seven. Four things already. Right. So number number six. Number six. Number six. Please hammer. Don't hurt him. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You see what I was going for there? I do. I, I yeah. Yeah. Uh, number six? Yes. Osaka. Ooh. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of a... A little curveball? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where... That's yeah. Like, I, you're a tricky one, Carl. But that's six. You're a tricky one. I that's, mean, I see it now. Right. Now that you think about it. But when you first said it, you're right. Curveball. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. But then you stop. And you look down at your catcher's mitt, where the ball is, and you're like, no, and that makes perfect sense. What Thank happens you. makes perfect sense. Thank you. Number five. Number five. Johnny. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it makes me a little uncomfortable. That's okay. But um, what's life without a little discomfort? Exactly. It doesn't, uh, you never know. You know, I have a saying. Life begins the moment you step out of your comfort zone. Mm. So that discomfort, that's you living, my friend. And your life ends the moment that you're comfortable. Yes. Yeah. So be careful. Maybe don't get that lazy boy. Yeah, that's how you die. Maybe get uh, a three-legged chair. You'll never be comfortable in that. You'll never be comfortable in that. Yeah. All right. Number five. Number t- number five. Number five. Goethe's Faust. Mmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Bit of a thinker. Maybe maybe he didn't belong there. No, I I. Well, let's come back to it at the end. Okay. And then talk about. Okay. Because because that's what all year end podcasts are. You're revisiting lists. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're listing. You're, and then revisiting. Uh, 
You are 100% right. Yeah. Um, we're on number five or four? Uh, it's your four. My four. Yes. Um, okay. Number four mm-hmm. for me. Uh, end of the year podcast episodes. I thought that'd be higher. Well, you just wait till you see these top three. Oh, that's exciting. Uh huh. That's exciting. That's exciting. All right. Number four? Yes. Um, racist caricatures in Disney movies. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. It really makes you think about yeah. things like how far we've come. Yeah. As a people, I mean, as a society, as a culture. It's not the end of the decade. It's not. 2019, baby. That's right. Yep, 2020. So. Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters. You know what they say about 2020? Hindsight. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. The ability for that hindsight vision. Number right. three? Number three. Number three. Number three. Number three. It's a good thing. That we have these lists written down. I know, because it's really easy to get lost. And that I, yes, that I'm not choking, trying to think of number three mm-hmm. that I already had. Just right there. But then me. somehow forgot uh, while we discussed. Uh, what, was your, what was your number four? I don't even remember. What you just said? Well, yeah, what was, <laughs> what was the number four I just said? Yeah, yeah, the one that you have written on your list. Yeah, let me see it. Um, let me, oh, I, see, I already turned the page. Oh, <laughs> uh, and you have that. You have that policy yes, where each. you cannot, you can go forward in a notebook, but you can never go backward. Uh, uh, my number three, I think I'm going to go with uh, Grandma's Ashes. Oh. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Makes you think. Yep. How can it not? It really makes you think. I challenge anyone to not think. When they hear the words, Grandma's Ashes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so your number three. My number three. And make sure it's not a repeat. As I, 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 thought, I, I went back to look at well, number four. Mm. and Because I found that page. Mm. Uh, and so now I'm a little bit lost because that was racist caricatures in Disney movies. That's right. Um, as it says right here. Now, so now I'm turning the page. Mm. Now mm-hmm. I'm turning the page. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Um, number three. Yes. Is checking the pressure on your spare tire. Ooh. Before you go on a trip. Hmm. All right. Yep. Practical. Yeah. But vital at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like everything else on this list. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> uh, number two. In order. Number two for me mm-hmm. is Do you know how when it rains, like a rain hits the street and it hits dirt and maybe hits people mm-hmm. maybe hits your dog maybe hits your mom yeah what can you do yeah what can you do about yeah that? 
No, I didn't. Yeah. Number two? Yeah. Umbrellas. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It seemed like two things. But okay. Yeah. Umbrellas. No, I was building. It's all one thing. I was building. I wanted to create suspense. Yeah. Okay. Be like, because we're nearing number one. We are. And I don't, I, I can't just go two, one. That's true. I want to go, wanna... I want to build to two, and then build to one. All right. That's what I'm doing. I'm a builder. I, yeah. I, I built this list, and now I want to build the experience of listening to the list. Yeah. So, All that's right. what I've brought to the literal table. Now, let's hear what you've brought All right. for number two. Number two? Number two. Ha-ha! Mmm. Interesting. Yep. Very interesting. Yeah. Because you don't you don't really think about the role that plays when you're just going about your life. Yeah. You take it for granted. Mm-hmm. But if you can pull yourself out of that daily grind, that uh, that hullabaloo. Or maybe that shitstorm. No, oh. that's how you see it. Oh. If you can pull yourself out of that and look around a little bit, look around you with your eyes, peepers, glasses if you need them, contact lenses, mm-hmm. whatever, you'd see how right you are with your number two pick. Yeah, and the number one list. The number yes. one thing. Mm-hmm. The number one thing. The top ten things. Uh-huh. Your number one. Yes. Yes. Is... Nice. That's great. I like it. Thank you. All right. I like it. All Thank right. you. I like it. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. Every hater listening to this. Mm-hmm. And even the haters not listening. Mm-hmm. And even me. Mm-hmm. Who's right in front of you. Right there. And even, even Chef, even Engineer Gilly, mm-hmm. and Intern Sadie. Yeah. We're all looking around. With our peripherals. With your peepers. And we're wondering, what's our number one? Number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it? The lyrics. To Yellow Ledbetter by Pearl Jam. Exactly. Yep. Just that that was that was I'm glad you cut in that recording. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of the listeners may not be familiar with the lyrics from uh, Yellow Ledbetter by Pearl Jam. It um, is It's not the most popular. Pearl Jam. No, those lyrics are not the most popular lyrics. I mean, the... the, the but they're important. The music Their importance is... cannot be denied. Yeah. They're very often overlooked. So it's easy to be myopic and not think of that when you get to number one. Yeah, exactly. And... But you did it. You did it. And I have the feeling you did it with ease. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's your number zero? Oh, no. Oh, no. Carl, I am, I am wildly unprepared. 
Wait, I what? didn't know we were doing zero. I stopped at one. Every ten lists, every ten, ten has a zero. I stopped. Well, I was only thinking of the zero and Is ten. It, did you understand that like our fundamental like engineering science could not, we could not have progressed to the point that we are at right now without a zero. Like that. I mean, are you trying biggest... to make me feel dumb? Because that's how I feel. Okay. Well, I think, okay. I Number see zero, feeling dumb. All right. And for me, my number zero uh-huh. is the way that David Letterman always presents number two uh, and then kind of blows off number one. Right. I think that's, uh, was just he, he just had that down. As if, though, the list ended at two. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. It's beautiful. Hey, man, what's, uh, how's your week been? <laughs> How long was that? The, the listeners know. Okay. Sorry, guys. Um, you know, I'm just trying to... Um, I was trying to think, because the year's almost over, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was trying to think, what was something pithy but would describe my year, like, completely? But something small, you know? Mm-hmm. Broad. But you'd really get an idea of where I'm at in my life. Oh, interesting. So, something summative, something that is yes. uh, representative. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So this is what I have. I right. want your feedback. Um, if any of the haters want to give feedback, I always welcome it. Uh, so this is what I got. Okay. Okay. 2019, mm-hmm. colon, the year I became increasingly paranoid about falling down a flight of stairs. <laughs> really? Yes, sir. How often do you encounter stairs? Um, fairly often. Mm. I usually take them when I'm leaving work. Oof. At the end of the day. So every time you get to the top of the flight of stairs, or is this just at all times? This is as I'm going down the stairs. Mm. I can feel myself clutching the handrail uh, tighter than I used to. And it can kind of like see, like, not visualize me falling down the stairs, but I can visualize the thought, like, of course that's something that would happen to me. Wow. Yeah. So, that's I, a I, I am a 37-year-old man mm-hmm. who's very cautious when taking stairs. Do you worry about falling downstairs while you're going upstairs? No, because I'm usually not going upstairs. It's usually down. That's what the elevator's for. <laughs> exactly. Well, that and uh, for security precautions. You can take the stairs up, but all the doors to get out of the stairwell and onto the floor mm-hmm. are locked. And you don't have a key? No. That's just security. Interesting. So I could get out the door in case of the emergency gotcha. and go down the stairs and exit the building, but I cannot go up wow. to get into the building. So this, this is the year. Is this increasing fear, is it replacing a fear that you may have had in the past that is fading as this? Oh, that's a good increases? question. That's a good question. I hadn't, I hadn't thought, like, maybe there's balance and that this increasing fear was causing something else 
to not be as fearful to me, or just not thinking about it as much. Right. Maybe you're still um, just as afraid, but you're just not mm, encountering it. Right, 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 right. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe this is replacing your irrational fear of pickles. No, but I think if I had to look back, now that you've said, hey, look back, catfish, now that I have. Look back um, to where you once were at. I don't, I guess I don't worry as much about um, being caught masturbating in public. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, I mean, the hard part about walking downstairs uh-huh. is when you get caught with your pants down. That's true. Yeah. It also makes it very dangerous to go down the stairs. When you've got your pants around your ankles. Well, that, 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 that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're, and I mean, maybe, you know, what's happened is that uh, you're clutching that handrail instead of something else. Or maybe, <laughs> because I'm clutching something else, that's why I have to clutch the handrail. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like, who cares who sees you? I just don't want to fall. You're right. <laughs> right. That's not how I want to be seen. All right, interesting. So that sums up your entire that's, year. That's 2019 interview for Catfish Baruni, who is me. And, um... Interesting. The year became increasingly paranoid about falling down a flight of stairs. Huh. Well, uh, for me. Yes, for you. I was getting to that. But it did sound like you were maybe thinking still on my week, but... No, I do want to hear about your week, because it's kind of a big one. Well, uh, what's coming up is yes. big, and I think that does... What is coming up, like... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, In hours. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. Uh, but I think what I... what what uh, so, so I'm turning 40. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And um, in the last week, uh, I have had... As a grown man uh-huh. who's about to turn 40. A pimple. No. Oh. No. For dinner. Okay. On two occasions. Consecutive? No. Okay. Nothing but popcorn and beer. Um, and uh, not a bit. <laughs> but it's <laughs> that really strange. But what I had. It's really strange. For dinner. Because that is the plot of the Judd Apatow movie, This is 40. It is. It is. It's so strange. Um, but I know that you haven't seen it. I, it was so because ridiculous. yeah. Um, you you liked. Well, I thought you could only stores. watch it if you were forty. Well, there's that too. Yeah, I thought they carded you when you went to right. And like because you, Netflix has all your information, they just right, they know you're not forty, so you have your fortieth year to watch. This is forty. Yeah. And if you miss that window, that's it. Yeah, you don't get to see it. You got to wait till they make it. This is. 47. Yeah. Um, which was really interesting because uh, they didn't check my virginity when I saw the 40-year-old virgin. Oh. How did I think about that? Mm. Weird. Rules but are that weird. Was, I Rules mean, are weird, man. Rules, that was, that was, a, are weird. That was a pre-9-11 world. That's true. That's, that's true. I don't think that was true. But that was true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's true either. But... <laughs> Uh, I decided I was going to say that, and I followed through. <laughs> well done. That's commitment. Yeah, so uh, turning 40, and um, d- beer and popcorn for dinner, uh, and uh, 
Okay. You know, like that's that's what you I'm heard not. it here. That's how Carl feels about turning forty. I don't have kids. He doesn't have kids. My dogs he... aren't looking at me going like that's pork. Those are what how come how come Papa gets to have popcorn and for dinner and I have to eat my broccoli? No, they're like, Give me some popcorn, bitch. And I'm like, Nope, you can't have this is this is all Papa's popcorn. Give me some beer. And uh they're just So sick. it's it's Papa corn. Yes. That is, uh, so well done. I, I didn't put that together. Uh, I really appreciate that you did that for me because now mm-hmm. I can really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Say, nope, nope, sure. Nope, this is popcorn. This is popcorn. Now, because they're dogs, yes. do you think they understand that pun? Uh, surprisingly, they do. Oh, okay. No, that's great that they do. Because if they didn't, I wouldn't know how to explain the look of judgment in their eyes mm, when I say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, mm-hmm. it has to be that they understand the pun. Carl, there's a lot of... Um, I don't know what the right word is. Pressure? There's a lot of hype about turning 40 in our culture. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of 40 hype. Um, have you experienced any like, is there something, besides watching This is 40, mm-hmm. is there anything you're, like, looking forward to? Um, not at all. Is there anything you're dreading? Um, well, there is the existential crisis of I'm turning 40 and I haven't done anything um, with my life. But I think that's... Uh, that's that society saying you should have accomplished things by this point and also these are the types of things that you should have thought you have accomplished before this deadline mm-hmm. so um uh interestingly though like i think because the boomers are hanging on to dear life uh and dragging us down with it like everybody's expectation of what you've done. Like, I was like, oh, I can't get 40 is nothing. 40 is nothing. Right? 40 is nothing. Mm. Um, you got, you got 10, year, 10 more years before your testosterone level drops to a point where you won't want to, like, take a shower uh, mm. as much as you currently do. Mm. Um, or, like, you know, try. To shower or no, anything? anything. Uh, no, I, I... That doesn't I happen that until... 50? Apparently. Oh. I was I was talking to a coworker who happened to turn 40 before I did, and we were talking about, like, what are we going to do? Well, they they probably to... didn't just happen to. It probably happened because they were born before you. Yes, yes, that is true. That is true. It wasn't, wasn't like, just a spontaneous occurrence. It's that they have been on this planet longer than right. they have. Okay. Um, and they said, so we were talking about, like, okay, well, we're, we, we have, uh, we have a, a hobby career. In that we both work at breweries. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like, well, you know, maybe it'd be good. You know, I, I, I'd like to do something on my own. You know, the, the American, the Protestant, the, the, the small business is the heart of the... Bootstraps. Shit. Yeah, bootstraps. Hashtag bootstraps. Uh, and, uh, like, if you get... If you don't do it before you're 50, then you, lo- you lose that um, useful... Boost, as you said right. earlier. Right. Uh, discussed. And um, 
so now I'm, I don't, I didn't, I never thought that. I never thought that there was a countdown timer, that there was a clock, that there was a point where like it would be too late. Yeah. Um, and now that got into my head a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I don't know. Um, I'm, yeah, that's, uh, that's something to linger on. I think it's, I think it's total bullshit. But that hasn't stopped it. I mean, hell, man, Trump became president at 89, right? That's, those are accurate facts. Yeah. That is true. And he did nothing with his life before that. No, he no. Just, he was he, just, he basically just, his, his father died and left him a bunch of money and he just sat, it. sat in the bathroom. Yeah. And had to flush like 10 times. Yep. Each time. Every each time. 10 to, times and, for each time. And then all that's and, a, and that's, that's exponential. And next thing you know, president. So I've got plenty of time. You've got plenty of time. Yeah. Okay. So just to double check, uh-huh. um, there's not anything you're looking forward to. Just to be in 40? Right. My therapist says that I should look forward to. Um, that by this point in life, you know yourself in a way that you, that like other people know you. Um, I'm not explaining it well. Let me try to make it longer. Okay. Uh, I was just thinking about the times that I've said that. And the disappointment that resulted. Okay, so, um, uh-huh. uh so like, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the 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 uncertainty of youth and not understanding what you want in life and and what you enjoy and uh, and what people expect out of you, and then at some point in time, you stop uh, worrying about what what you like and what you think you should like, and eventually, you're just you go, yeah, I accept that I enjoy ska music, and if other people don't enjoy it, I don't feel like I have to, like, force it on them. Right. Like, and, and the fact that they don't enjoy it doesn't change the fact that I do. Yeah. Um, and that's just who I am. Yeah. And when, despite the fact that when you were 25, all your friends knew that you liked ska music, and either they were fine with it or they weren't your friends anymore, and... Uh, it's intense. And so, like, you're suddenly knowing yourself as well as other people do? Maybe? I guess. Mm-hmm. Or growing into that. <laughs> she also talks something about, like, personality stability. Like, eventually you, you stop, like... Uh, and this pisses Chef Jeff, the Dr. Chef Jeff, the Chef Karen Esquire. Apologies about bringing up lawyers. Really bothers her. Um, I say, well, I'm done changing. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm who I am. She I'm, doesn't subscribe to the philosophy that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Exactly. Uh, and I'm like, look, you know, I'm so, that, 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 that about me bothers you. It's bothered you for 16 years, but you haven't left. Right. So I'm not changing. So maybe... <laughs> Come to terms with how you really feel about it. Because <laughs> you haven't left. Yeah. So that, uh, you're, what you're doing, you're really, you're calling her bluff. 
I'm leaving you. <laughs> you've, you've slammed your money down on the table, <laughs> like, and you've always... yelled at your wife, put up or shut up. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if I buy that, that the, the thing that my therapist was saying, and you could tell because I can't explain it well, <laughs> um, but uh, there's something to the fact that, you know, uh, you're, I'm, I look forward to caring less about what other people think, because that's what old people get to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and this kind of goes back to uh, the whole, like, I'm not in trouble thing. Yeah. Um, I used to think, like, oh, when my mother's dead, I can finally do this. Right. This is something that you've mentioned in yeah. the past yeah. that has led to heated arguments between the two of us. Yeah. And so now it's like, well, fuck it. You know, if I'm not, maybe, maybe we can do a podcast in Flagstaff now. I don't know. Seems like too much work. But, uh, yeah. Maybe I can just at the very least stop blocking access to our podcast. From the entire northern half of Arizona. Nah, you can keep that up. Okay, so... Yeah, I appreciate that. At this point, you don't care if your parents hear. Yeah. But I should still continue to block the access for the part of the state that they live in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay, just just because sometimes I I do stupid and uh, I... Just do stupid. Just verify, make sure I don't do it dumb. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, just keep blocking that. Okay, yeah. Appreciate it. As nothing. I mean, there's as it's nothing it's better. It's better for me because it's less work. Yeah. I just leave it as is. Yeah. Um, hey, one thing I do look forward to uh-huh. is not being... I, 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 how do I phrase this? I don't know. I look forward to not worrying about being disappointed... About the last Star Wars movie. So you're accepting your disappointment? No. What I'm saying is that up until I saw episode 9, uh-huh. Rise of Skywalker, I was worried about how disappointed I would be after seeing... Episode 8? No. No. After okay. You... All right. I think I got it now. Yeah. So, so thinking about... The, the, the arc of my life, mm-hmm. being born mm-hmm. just after uh, A New mm-hmm. Hope, and then seeing Empire as an infant in a drive-in. I recall every moment. Uh, and then... As an infant? Yes. And then, you know, watching them repeatedly on TV and on VHS, and then going and seeing the re-releases when I was in high school. Right. And the remasters, uh-huh. and then going and seeing, waiting in line 26 hours to see... Uh, Phantom Menace, which is the worst decision I've ever made in my life, but I did see The Matrix while waiting in line to see Phantom Menace because um, we snuck into the theater. Strange, it was a wonderful movie that you could leave the line to go see another movie. Well, somebody held our place. Okay. Yeah, we went to the bathroom. I'm using air quotes on the podcast, uh, and just instead of going back to the line, we just went and watched The Matrix. And then return to the line. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, so you used human beings to hold your place. Yes. Is, is that 
the only thing you've ever used to hold your place in line? Mm, I've used a cell phone. I've used a brick. Interesting. Okay. Um, I used a red helium-filled balloon. Huh. Yeah. Uh, those all seem to work rather well. Yeah. Uh, you would be surprised the, what the, people will accept as a placeholder. The um, the remaining two inches of a six-inch Subway tuna salad sandwich on whole wheat was the worst option I've ever used. Well, you win that competition. <laughs> um, so, so, so seeing all the, and then, and then uh, seeing the prequels, and then seeing all the hullabaloo and all the movies that come out every year, uh-huh. the last few years, and then finally going, well, okay, this is the last one. This is the one. What if it's awful? Yeah. I don't have to worry about that anymore. And I look forward to that in the next year. So is that your official review of Rise of Skywalker? I don't have to worry about it disappointing me anymore. Right. Is that it? That is the whole summary of my review. Okay. Uh, that's what you're asking me. I just wanted to make sure that I was representing you accurately. I think, I think that is the, uh, the best way to describe how I feel about the movie today, is that I'm not worried about whether or not what it's going to disappoint me. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the, the sum total. Okay. How about you? I'm not turning 40 yeah. yet. Okay. Um, but I, I feel like I've unwittingly obtained some of the things that you're talking about obtaining. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Such as? Um, the apathy kind of makes me um, not care, which includes what other people think. Let me ask you an alliterative question. Yay. Yes. Do you feel that... Uh, what, what do you see as the difference between apathy and acceptance? Great question. Yeah. Something I've been talking about with my therapist. Oh, yeah? For many years. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Tell, get, okay. Oh, there's no, there's no answer. Just kind of, that's like one of the eternal questions, I think. I mean, it, I never would have thought about it myself. So that's, but, but it's, it's something that's come up a lot. Why, why is this a question for you in therapy? Um, I guess it's wishful thinking. Go on. Maybe instead of uh, being apathetic and mostly dead on the inside, maybe I've just accepted the way things are. Have you posited that to him and 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 uh, he said no? Um, <laughs> or what? I tried, but he was coloring. Oh, okay. And when my therapist is coloring, he's not paying attention. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Nice deflection. I say the same thing to him. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, Usually when I say it, though, I'm asking the question because I want his praise. Nice deflection? <laughs> and then he holds...
holds up actually what he's drawing is uh, is the number in which he's gonna gonna judge your deflection. Yes. Yes. So then he holds it up like an Olympic uh-huh. judge. Yeah. And you get to go, okay, six point three. It was done better. Three point six. Uh, do you have it upside down? Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's how numbers work. No. Nope. Um. No, but like, really, what's the difference between apathy and acceptance? I don't know, dude. I mean, it comes back around to the idea that uh, um, if you're happy with the way things are, are you no longer motivated to do anything? Are you sedentary? Are you uh, stale? Are you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, dead in the water? Dead. Going there? Drowned. Yeah. Hit by a ski. Like, boat. Fat and sassy. Fat and sassy. Fassy. Fassy. Uh, okay. Um, no, that's, I mean, that goes along, I think, with the conversation. I used to, you know, when I used to do stuff. Like podcast? No, before that. Oh, like prepare for podcasting? No, 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 no. Like before that. What'd you do? Like I used to do stuff on stage. Oh. Without you. But then you were no longer afraid of getting caught masturbating. Yeah, that definitely played a part in it, I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, yeah, you but... used to, you used to... Perform. Right. Just to um, write and perform acts of creation. Thank you very much. Um, but, it, you know, after you do a thing, <clears throat> mm-hmm. people ask you, oh, how do you feel it went? Mm-hmm. And um, at least in the moment, like, right, if they ask that question, like, right after, uh, I'm just going to kind of be like, eh. Mm-hmm. You know, because I had I had high hopes, and maybe they were unrealistic, but I didn't meet them. Um, and I think that can be kind of annoying to people when you're just like, "Yeah, it was, you know, it was all right. It was so so. It could have gone better." I honestly feel like almost every performer feels that way in the moment right after they come off the stage. I mean, there's times they're elated and there's times when they know that it went really fucking badly. Right. But generally, right. the honest answer is like, ah, I could have done better. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something I've talked about with my therapist and kind of like saying like, oh, well, maybe your perception of how it went isn't accurate. Maybe there's some kind of... Um, No, I can't think of words. Word? Can't yeah, think of words. Like, Maybe there's word. Um, Hypercritic, being hypercritical of yourself. You mean more like I think like a misperception. Okay. Like, like I'm actually misperceiving the events going on, and that the crowd really loved it, and that you gotcha, know gotcha. I didn't make any screw ups, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about that, and kind of you know, well. Why am I so reluctant to, you know, to maybe admit that something went well, better than expected, or anything like that? And um, I told him at the time, I almost feel like I was a completely different human being yeah. at the time. I said to him, I was like, well, isn't that how you get complacent? Uh, if you just settle and accept, oh, yeah, that was great. That's all I've got to do. I just got to do that. Mm-hmm. And then do you lose your your motivation to, you know, to to continue to grow and yeah. expand your focus or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. You know, um, uh, 
I was thinking about this because uh, I went to a, some comedy shows out in LA last month or this month or whatever the fuck it was, and uh, like I was um, like professional performers. Yes, you know, um, saw Cameron Esposito, uh-huh. um, stand-up comedian, at the actress, end, at the end actor. At the end of her uh, set tenure, uh-huh. uh, developing an act at the Dynasty Typewriter, and so basically, she was spending a number of months doing almost the exact same thing every night, trying to get an act together and put together a performance. Right. Um, at which point, she will then take that on the road and do a comedy special. At which point, she's basically going to be doing the exact same thing. Every night on the road in front of different audiences. Right. And uh, so I think that's like two stages in that. Like once you've got, once you like get the thing done, like yeah, you're you're not complacent if you're getting back there and doing it every day. You you have to do something to keep it fresh for yourself. But ultimately, you're just repeating the same performance. It's like I was thinking about like I enjoy singing, but how much would it like every night singing the same set of songs right. in front of it and then right. just, you're just all you're doing every all day is driving to the next place where you're to sing the same the songs. same songs that's the job right right um and yeah you want to get better but at the same time like i think there's there's a creative cycle separate from the performance uh reflection okay you know does that you know what I mean? So, like, at the end of your performance of your bit... Yeah. Because how often did you perform the same uh, slideshow fairy tale? Uh, um, the most... I mean, it wasn't uncommon. Yeah. Um, the first year I did it, there was just a single performance of the piece. Yeah. And then the second, there were two. Mm-hmm. And... Then I think I went to San Diego and did a revised version of the first single performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then performed it five times. Wow. But I would also... The worst performance was probably the first. And the best was probably the last. Because as I would go, I just kind of couldn't help but like note, like, oh, this joke didn't work. Yeah. This joke hasn't worked the first two times. Maybe I'll do something with that. Yeah. Or seeing where, um, like, what does really connect with the audience. Yeah. And then kind of lean into that more or build up the tension more. Yeah. So, uh, which I, which you can do. Yeah. If when you're not. Or when you're not, uh, or when you're willing to not be completely confined by the script or whatever that you're doing, the totally. set that you've worked out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's part a natural part of the process, you know, because you're always you're probably always making minor tweaks or you know just fixing up a joke or whatever. But um, but that goes there's isn't there that saying uh, no stories like ever finished it's just yeah. abandoned. <laughs> All right, or something, something to that effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've de- we abandoned the development of this thing so we can move on to something else. Right, yeah. but if you wanted, you could 
pour all your time into that, constantly yeah. tweaking and revising and trying to make it perfect. Yeah, you have to let go at some point in time. Um, or you can just be like J.J. Abrams and keep making the same movie and over and over again, but you know, it doesn't matter to anybody. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, so to bring it back to me. Of course. Because. Uh, Happy birthday. Thank you. The, uh, Early. The, the year is ending, and uh-huh. so we should probably end the podcast and not drag it out into next year. Uh, this, this recording. Okay. okay. I was like, oh, wow, what a weird way to announce that. Um, by not telling me in advance. So, like, uh, one thing that I'm learning about myself is that, like, while I like to do creative things, um, I'm, uh, like, they're hobbies. And I have, as long as I'm having a good time and enjoying myself, I will keep doing it i'm not gonna make myself miserable right. worrying about tiny imperfections and something um you know chances are if i'm gonna make a piece of furniture or do fix something in the house um i'm only gonna do it if i'm gonna enjoy it otherwise i can let some you know chinese company mass manufacture something i can just buy it and stick it over in the corner and forget about it yes um yeah so that's uh that's kind of i'm uh, happy Going into 40, going like, I'm not going to be a professional singer. I'm not going to be a stand-up comedian. I'm not going to be a carpenter. I'm not going to be, these things are not going to be my livelihood because I don't care enough to dedicate my life to those things. Yeah. That's not where those talents lie, but I'm going to still fuck around with them. Right. Because you enjoy it. Because I enjoy it. Yeah. And that's good enough, man. Yeah, man. So, how about that? So, this is 40, but not the movie. But not the movie. So looking forward to watching that tomorrow. Yeah, I can't. The problem is you and I will never get to watch it together. I know, I know. That's, but uh, this is, okay, okay, I've got this great idea. Is it time travel? I want you, as you're watching it, mm-hmm. to record almost like commentary. Okay. For it, okay? All right. And then, when I watch it, I will listen to the commentary and record my own commentary. Oh. I like this. And then we can leave it for those who come after us. Yes. We're building something and we're leaving something behind for future generations. Because 40. I was going to say, I really didn't understand Dead Apatow's approach to wanting to limit that movie in that way. But now I get it. Yeah. Because that's what this is yes. an artist about. He's not going to make it easy for you. That's true. Okay. Hey, we end each episode sharing an affirmation of some other self-helpy BS submitted through social media or stumbled upon by Cat versus myself. This week's affirmation is what and from where? Uh, this is, Carl, I found on Facebook the story of the angel and the penny. Ooh, that sounds like it's amazing. And I thought I would save it and read it on the air and get some feedback from you. I'm ready. Okay. Okay, all right. I found a penny today, just laying on the ground. But it's not just a penny, this little coin I've found. That's what my grandma told me. She said angels toss them down. (laughs) Oh, how I loved that story. She said when an angel misses you, they toss a penny down. 
sometimes just to cheer you up, to make a smile out of your frown. So don't pass by that penny when you are feeling blue. It may be a penny from heaven that your guardian angel tossed to you. Do you want me to read that again? Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, God, do I want you to read that again? Um, no. Mm. Do you want to read it again? I could be talked to him into it, I think. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm not going to do that to you. I mean, me, me reading it mm -hmm. to you mm -hmm. is now at least the second time I've read it. Okay. You've only had to experience it once. So I'll read it to myself okay. so that the misery, we can equivocate okay. the misery without uh, increasing the amount of misery in the world. Okay. okay. Great. Yeah. Um, why are angels hucking pennies at people? Well, I think if you take a step back and you okay. look at the whole thing, uh -huh. uh, you'll quickly realize um, that, that this is propaganda from the government mm. because... They mint money. And every time a penny goes down the drain, they have to print a new one. That's right. This, they are, gotcha. they're literally losing money. As we, we're just, we're just walking, just walk over it. That's Out a penny. It's a penny that's no longer in circulation. Yeah. So that, they're losing, they're losing money. And so you know who's getting it? China. China is getting China is getting pennies. all the pennies, and that's the trade deficit. Right, yeah. that's how it works. So, if government can instead make you think that pennies are from angels, we keep them maybe, out of the hands of the Chinese. Maybe you're not so quick to step over that penny. Ah, okay. And you think that is I'm that is propaganda. I'm going to hoard pennies because these are heavenly. I mean, like, maybe, so I, I thought about it, like, the, 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 the story that person is telling mm -hmm. is kind of, like... Sad. That, the, yes, it is. But if you take out the context... Okay. Just eliminate, not the context, but the, the subject. Okay. Let's just say, instead of angels and pennies, it was horseshoe crabs and walnuts. Mm, interesting. Like, Every time I saw a walnut, uh, I remember a story my grandma told me about horseshoe crabs cracking open walnuts and eating the meat and then littering the shores of Maine yeah. with walnut shells. Right. And so really the story is, he likes his grandma. Yes. The story? Yes. Who, I mean, oh, yeah, so your grandma was dementia, like had dementia and yeah. found that like... Winged beings are uh -huh. hucking one cent, uh, yes. Lincoln backs, as they're known, uh, at passerbys on, uh, on on the on the sidewalk, uh, hoping to, to to damage their heads. Really, this person was just going, "Oh, I miss my my, my dead grandma." Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Also, government propaganda. Yeah. Hey. Uh huh. We're going to be live recording yes, we podcast are. next weekend. No, two weeks? Week and a half? When, however many days between when you're listening to this and January 11th at 3 p.m. in Tucson, Arizona. 
at? At the Cabaret Theater of Music and Art, at the Temple of Music and Art, at the Arizona Theater Company. Tucson Fringe Festival entry is free if you have your fringe button, which costs $3 with any entry in the Fringe Festival. That's activity. right. Um, come see us. Uh, mouth sturbate. Hello. 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 <laughs> Uh, talk at you a lot um, uh, to each other uh, about things uh, at that. Yep. It'll be a live recording, and it's always better that a live recording in front of an audience has people in attendance. In the audience, so yeah. to speak. Hey, Carl. Yeah, we're up? also going to be doing a free two-minute preview. What? On January 9th? It's a Thursday, huh? That's right. Um, around... 7 p.m. There's no specific time, but around 7 p.m. at Cafe Passe on 4th Avenue for all of our Tucson listeners. So come get a taste. A taste. Of what the Fringe Festival in general and what our live recording will be like at Cafe Passe during the Tucson Fringe previews. Uh, we are, yeah, maybe around 7 uh-huh. um, If things hold the way it was last year, we'll be at least 45 minutes early. They, they'll try not to be. I know. Okay. Just don't show up at seven, and think. Like, mm-hmm. I just say like, yeah, yeah. Block out a two-hour window of your night if you're going to come see our two-minute yes preview. Um, awesome. I look forward to that. Don't you? Absolutely. Because looking forward to things is something I know you do, Catfish. Constantly. Yep. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can follow us on social media, Stop Hating Cast on Instagram and tweets, and Stop Hating Yourself on Facebook. Send your hate mail to StopHatingCast at gmail.com and submit your favorite or most reviled affirmations or any other self-help BS to any of those accounts. And check out our website, StopHatingCasting.com. And uh, happy 2019. Ending. Happy 2019 to you, Carl, yes, and, and everyone listening. Should all acquaintances be forgotten? Let us always be good to yourselves. Pearl Jam. <laughs>